Today I want to share with you about healing for your physical bodies. Lero njagalo kubanga ngabana nawe kukuonyezebwa okwomubirigwo. And it is God's will for you to be well. Ngakwagala kwa katonda gwe okuba obulunji. God wants you well. Katonda kwagala oli bulunji. And here's the way that I say it that healing is a part of the atonement of the Lord Jesus. Iranga bwenti bwenchogera nti okwonyezebwa kitundu tundu kumutango ogwa Yesu Kristo. What I mean by that is the atonement is the sacrifice that was made for you. Chichentegeza bwengama nti omutango nti yeyo sadaka eyakolebwa kululuo. Jesus didn't just die for the forgiveness of your sins. Yesu but he died for the healing of your body just as much as he died for the forgiveness of your sins. Now to many people that sounds totally wrong because Christianity as a whole has traditionally established that Jesus came to forgive us of our sins and then they may say that God has the power to heal miracles can happen but they look at that as kind of a benefit that is only for a few but it's not for everybody but I'm going to share with you today that healing was just as much a part of what Jesus came to produce as forgiveness of sin. It's not a separate work. It's not an additional benefit that will only work for a few people. But you have been healed just as much as you have had your sins forgiven. Those are strong statements, but here's some scriptures to back this up. In the 8th chapter of the book of Matthew, there's an instance where Jesus was healing people. And in verse 16 and 17, it says, When the even was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils, and he cast out the spirits with his word and healed all that were sick, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, Himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Now Jesus was healing people and the writer Matthew said here's the reason that he was doing this it was the fulfillment of the prophecy that Isaiah gave that said himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses now where was that prophecy 
Many times you'll hear this talked about that this is uh, it's spiritualized. It's made to be an allegory. Abantu wasingo jakuli danga bachitu tenyo okuwe chomo yo nechuli kikanga orugero obugero. And they will say that without Christ we were like blind men. Ilaba jakuga manti watali kristu tuwari ngangaba muzibe. We were deaf, unable to hear. And they will spiritualize this and say that spiritually speaking we've been healed. Ngaba chigaranga tetuli da. Bakula ganti okunye zivoku this is talking about healing of emotions. Well, it includes that. But up here in the fourth verse where it says, Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrow. Those exact same Hebrew words were translated sicknesses and diseases a number of times. It was literally talking about physical infirmities. And you can prove that because when it was quoted in Matthew chapter 8, verses 16 and 17, the verses that we just read, it quoted it and said, here's the New Testament commentary on what this Old Testament passage meant. It says himself took our infirmities and bear our sicknesses. That is a quotation of this same verse. So this is not talking about just spiritual healing. Jesus died to heal your physical body just as much as he died to forgive you of sin. In the same way as you would never say, well, you know, Jesus only forgave some sin. And I believe he can forgive all sins, but he only wants to forgive some sins and some sins he wants you to live in. People would never say that. They recognize, no, God died to forgive us of all of our sins. In the same way as he did that to forgive us of all of our sins, he also died to heal you of all your diseases. There's a number of passages that say that. Psalms 103 
says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. Bless the Lord, O my soul, who forgives all thy iniquities, who heals all of your diseases. It puts in the exact same verse the healing of your body and the forgiveness of your sins. And in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24, it does the same thing. It says there that he uh, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness by whose stripes we were healed. It puts the forgiveness of sins and the healing of your body in the same verse again. You can see that Jesus healed all that were sick. He, um, Acts chapter 10 verse 38 says that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with power and with the Holy Ghost who went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Not some, but all that were oppressed of the devil. It's understood that this was all that came to him or came in contact with him. But nonetheless, he healed all. He never put sickness on a single person. And in light of the fact where Jesus said that he only did what he saw his father do. And he did everything that his father had shown him. Then you can say it's not God's will for you to be sick because Jesus never made a single person sick. He never told a single person, I want you to stay sick to teach you something. That's not true. By his stripes, we were healed. Did you know that the Greek word sozo, S-O-Z-O, it was translated in the New Testament forgiveness of sins over 300 times. But that same word was also translated healed and delivered and referred to prosperity in a number of cases. Matter of fact, there's even a Christian denomination called the 
four-square gospel, and what that's based on is this Greek word sozo. It has four parts, not only the forgiveness of sin, but the healing of your body, the prosperity, financial prosperity, and also deliverance from demonic powers. And those are the four square, the four pillars of this doctrine. And that's exactly what this Greek word means. It means not only forgiveness of sins, but healing of your bodies, financial prosperity, and deliverance from demonic oppression. Here's a passage of scripture, Ephesians chapter 1, verses 19 through 20. He's praying that you would see what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe. According to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ, when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavens, this is saying that when you got born again, God put within you raising from the dead power. The same power that it took to resurrect Jesus from the dead is on the inside of every born again believer. You don't have to pray and ask God to send his power from out there in the heavens someplace. But God has already placed within you raising from the dead power. He didn't tell you to go pray for the sick. He told you to go heal the sick in Matthew chapter 10. Luke chapter 9 and other places. Because see, he's already put the power on the inside of us. We don't have to just ask and then wonder, did God do it? We can live literally command and take our authority and release this power because it is something that has already been done. See, when it comes to forgiveness of sins, we don't tell people to, well, just pray and ask God to forgive you and see if he'll do it. See, if you were to present it that way that God can forgive your sins, but he hasn't done it. And so ask and see if it'll work for you. I can guarantee you a number of people wouldn't be convinced they were saved. Because they would pray and then they would 
instead of believing, they'd just wait to feel, and if they didn't feel a tingling or something. Banga ba yinzoku saba, barabok sonyiwa, mtipa ulire, enwa, enkanka neyo, enkanka neyo, wetaba wome chintwe chiracho na. They would move into doubt, and they would never be convinced they were safe. Baja kuyingira mkubusa busa. See, we tell people, no, it's already done. Ulaba tuga ambaba antwa untine da, chama la doku wanga chigwa. He says, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Are you a whosoever? Yomuye na, aliko wole rinyari alirokoka. And they say yes, and then we say, well, call on the name of the Lord, and you do it, and then you tell them you believe it. Doesn't matter how you feel. Well, see, it's the same thing with healing. In the same way that you would never tell a person to just ask and wonder, is it going to happen? But no, it's already been done. It's in the atonement of Jesus. He would never cease or fail to forgive a sin. In the same way, we need to tell people that healing is in the atonement of the Lord Jesus Christ. He died for your physical well-being just as much as he died for your forgiveness of sin. In the same way that Jesus would never want you to sin, Jesus never wants you to be sin. In the same way that Jesus would never fail to forgive a sin, Jesus would never fail to heal a person. Now you have to believe that and learn how to receive, but it is never God who doesn't give. Healing is a part of what Jesus came to do in Matthew chapter 10. He called his disciples together and gave them power against unclean spirits. To cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Jesus not only provided for all of your healing, but he's provided for the healing of every single person. And we need to take this good news and share it with other people. Healing is a part of what Jesus accomplished on the cross. It's a part of his atonement. He would no more want you to be sick then he would want you to live in sin. And when you get that same attitude against sickness that you have against sin, you will begin to start experiencing the supernatural healing power of God in your life.